Come on. Welcome to Lifeblood DeFi. This is George G, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, strong and powerful Gabriel Musella. Gabriel, are you ready to do this? Hi, yes. Hi, everyone. Excited to have you on. Gabriel is the CEO of CoinRule. They are a Y Combinator-backed startup, which is all about catching the next market opportunity on your behalf by helping to automate your investing. Gabriel, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Cool. Hi, guys. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm like the CEO of CoinRule. We started this company uh, three years ago. CoinRule helps uh, uh, retail investors to automate the crypto trading. So usually, you know, in your crypto journey, you buy your first Bitcoin on Binance, on Coinbase. But then after a few months, what we saw is that people uh, want to automate their trading because they don't want to spend too much time looking at graphs. But most of these people, it turns out, that are not programmers or good coders. So uh, so that's why we came up with coin rule. So with coin rule, you can say something like if Bitcoin goes down 3%, but it's on a coin at a specific price given certain conditions. Then you press play and this machine goes on the market and trades on your behalf. So in all efforts, you can create an algorithmic trades in a few seconds and then let it run on the, on, on the cloud um, really without, with no hustle, with no programming skills. Nice. So you are passionate about crypto or what, what was it that, that sort of attracted you to the space in the first place? I mean, the, in the very first place, when I was at MIT, I had a lot of, uh, it was 2012, I had a lot of friends already playing around with, with the Bitcoin. And then when I, when I bought uh, a couple of them, I paid something like $300, each of them. And then uh, I resold them and I, and I made 6%. And I was so happy <laughs> because I didn't know that, you know, what, what's gonna what was gonna happen? Uh, but then um, I'm sorry, I got really interested back then, and then 2016, uh, you know, by checking my my Coinbase account, I really got to know uh, Ethereum, and then uh, when I really started, I really started studying my the blockchain and, and all the technology behind it um, from 2016. I, I always been involved with the fintech products, um, in, you know, working in innovation labs of a few banks. So I was already in the space, uh, but what really got me is the, the, the idea that you can really send, you know, a transaction from one part of the globe to another without having having any intermediary in between, and that's kind of it's like delegating the trust to a consensus mechanism that is agreed beforehand. That's like really for me it means financial freedom. Nice. So how is trading cryptocurrencies, crypto assets, different than trading stocks? Or is it? I mean, in some, I mean, some aspect is, is really, really similar. I think what's different is probably the analysis you do uh, in crypto. What works, what has worked well so far, it's a lot of fundamental analysis. So really studying the project, re- understanding the technology behind it, the credibility of the people, and then investing in something long term. Where with stocks, you know, you can argue that uh, you know you can have several strategies, short, long. But also technical analysis can have a, a role in, in, in deciding your investments. So I would say like in a way, stocks is a little bit more sophisticated and, and, uh, and also it's more mature, obviously. Uh, but crypto, uh, you know, if you, if you like tech, uh, it's interesting. And, and, and also it's easy on, on the trading point of view. So they're a little bit different. Uh, but what, what we saw at CoinRule is that a lot of people that were trading FX a few years ago, now they're only in crypto because it's, it's literally much more fun and there are many, many more returns. 
So that's that. That's, that's interesting. It's okay. And for people that are potentially not that aware that there are people that trade FX and they've done it for for a really long time and they make a lot of money doing it. There's people that that trade stocks full time. And are there? I, I assume that there's now people that are trading crypto full time. I mean, there are, there are a lot. I mean, the market is, is growing and growing and growing. I think just yesterday we did Bitcoin uh, at all time high. So yeah, there's more people joining and even governments now they're thinking about having uh, digital, uh, you know, stable coins uh, like the digital euro. The trademark for that is already, already been registered. So, you know, that's also coming. And when the institutions start coming to the space and they already started like a couple of years ago, then it means that, you know, the market is going to be less volatile more 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 mature and actually you can start using those coins for what they were meant to be used so as a currency as a, as a utility token to exchange values of some sort uh, you know there are a lot of very good use cases at the moment that you know make you realize people that that's actually you know there's a there's a role not not no, not last like the nfts that obviously became famous because of like random jpegs but then when you apply nfts to proper digital art uh, video arts then it makes total sense. It's like you're giving a, a certificate of, of singularity, originality to a certificate, uh, to, a, to, a, to our art piece. And, and then there's a proper artist behind it. And um, so in London, we had like, uh, I think a month ago, we had like one of the first real exhibition made of like you know, artists that were well known. And also bit bet for, 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 for a bit for some, some, some pieces. Um, um, and and that, that's where I, where I saw that. So there was, for example, Kai Sirius, that is the inventor of processing, uh, this programming language for generative art. It has been around for 50 years. And now he's using NFTs to actually uh, sell the, his, his, his art, uh, you know, without having um, any, any fake, fake pieces around, any, any fake copies of his art going around. So I, I can see a huge value in the NFTs, for example. But then, you know, there are so many use cases with the energy, with the gaming, uh, anything, even with with child, you know, you can have tokens that child can only use in specific uh, specific applications, and these are all coins that are compatible, you know, with a specific protocol uh, like erst twenty. So yeah, I think uh, it's you know, blockchain started with um, all the blockchain te technologies started like uh, become famous with uh, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, but the actual the real value is like on the endless use cases that you can have on all other applications. Yeah, it's fascinating. I hadn't really thought about the uh, the use case of having money that you give to your kids. They can only use it for certain things, but that's probably extremely interesting to parents out there. Um, has 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 it been a challenge for for trading crypto that there is there an active enough market for people to trade as as much or as little as as they want? I mean, there are like a certain venues that have a very deep liquidity. So you can go there like Binance, Coinbase, the centralized one, or the decentralized one like Uniswap and SushiSwap. And it depends also from the assets, right? So I mean, overall, the market really moves towards two, three main you know, points, like, like uh, um, uh, attractive magnets that are like Ethereum, uh, Bitcoin, and nowadays the new, uh, the new challenger that is Solana. So if you take these three ecosystems, you get a lot of trading activities, very good, interesting communities, you know, smart people uh, really thinking about like, you know, the, the intrinsic value of the coins and how to trade them uh, and when. 
Um, but obviously, if you go on the more like uh, you know emerging projects, uh, you know on, on the new on the new chains like Polygon, Avalanche, or the Layer Two applications, uh, you can see that liquidity is not there just because uh, you know these are like really uh, embryonal uh, like uh, projects. Um, you know they start like probably you know like for example like Avalanche like it's really taking off the last two weeks in terms of um, how many dApps you can have on the ecosystem, what you can do. Uh, so trading is there. Traders in the crypto space are a thing. It's a big community, but obviously they just move uh, on you know, specific blockchains according to the opportunity. Nice. So how long has CoinRule been um, on, on the market and how long have people been using it? And then what what if anything have 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 you been surprised by with 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 how people are using it yeah yeah so i mean the actual big launch uh was in uh, in 2019 uh, so we've been around for two and a half year um and uh i mean we have like a huge growth in the last uh, the last 12 months we had like something like 35 percent month-on-month growth wow. um so and and you know obviously there were ups and downs because of the bear market the bullish market um, so when we got into Y Combinator, for example, our focus not, not was not to get the first you know thousand customer, but was actually how do we reach the two x three x on the revenues in order to go from seed uh, to actually Series A fundraise. Um, then we did a seed uh, seed funding uh, with uh, you know we did two point two million with very good investors uh, such as like the founders of Twitch, the founders of Fitbit, uh, the guy from Kayak.com, and other uh, notable uh, customers uh, investors. Um, and then this journey, um, you know, obviously we learned a lot of things in these journeys. So first, uh, that people like to uh, create strategies altogether. So they, we saw in our Telegram group, they publish a strategy that someone has built and everyone just chips in with ideas. Mm. Uh, they optimize them. And some users, the most active users, they spend like three, four hours a day just like tweaking those strategies. They really enjoy it. Um, so on average, our users log in uh, around um, like 13 times a week. So it's like twice a day. Uh, so you can really see that, uh, you know, it's actually, um, we are like adding value to their life, but we, we thought that core would have been a set and forget type of machine, right? You set up your rules, you go away, you trade on your behalf. But then what we discovered that there are a lot of thinkers, so, our users actually like to have an active platform in that sense. And we are now uh, modifying the experience to accommodate that need. So with the marketplace, with the more like uh, charts and community aspects with some gamification and more like the sense of um, having this uh, Agora, this place where you can go and actually talk about trading while you also experiment with rules. So that has been the huge, the big discovery that the, the big social element into crypto trading. Uh, you know, if you go on eToro for stocks, you can see there is a social, uh, a big social element. But that, that, that one has been pushed really by, by the, the company itself, right? Well, for us, it's actually emerged slowly. Um, and, and we want to really leverage on that. Yeah, I think that that's cool that you're finding that people are are connecting and, and sharing their strategies or, or their approaches and people are helping to improve and build upon those. So I think you mentioned education that's that's probably a pretty pretty interesting thing from your perspective because you want to provide value um are there for lack of a better term compliance or regulatory issues that that are are worrisome or challenging 
Mm. I mean, that, that's a good question that's always in our mind. And uh, since the beginning, we, we structured the, the company in a way that we will need uh, a, 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 a license, a, a financial regulatory license. And um, so there are always, I mean, I believe there is always a way to actually have, a, you know, the customer feel safe and also having you no know, like big risks and the company also have not much liabilities, just like need to think strategically long term. So the way we did it, we started to be a layer on top of the exchanges so that the wallet is actually on the underlying platform that, you know, that being a CoinRule, a Coinbase, a Binance, a Kraken. And then we only connect a CoinRule to an API. Right. So um, basically, we don't touch your funds. You do your KYC on Binance. Uh, we only send buying and selling instruction at specific points according to your strategies. So in that way, we don't have liabilities. The user is super safe. Also, another thing that kind of came up of this approach is the pricing, right? So nowadays, when you trade, uh, you have a lot of fees from exchanges and there are hidden fees that you don't necessarily see. So what happens, you end up paying for big trades, like, you know, sometimes hundreds of thousands of thousands of dollars. We decided to go the opposite way to be very transparent, very clear to the user and to have a SaaS subscription model. So the user with us, they pay, I mean, there's a free version or they can buy a paid plan that starts from $30 and goes up to $500 for professionals. So by paying that and you're you are just like happy and safe and you know that, you know, how much you're spending every month. Um, now, obviously we have a lot of push from, uh, you know, the investors to actually change the pricing, but we prefer to be really upfront. And by doing that, as well, the third thing that also derived from, uh, from this approach is that the FCA sees us as a software provider. So but by the way, we charge and also because we, don't, we are not custodial. So, the, we, so we get really the best of both worlds. The users are happy, uh, everything is clear for them, the funds are safe, and we don't have liabilities. And uh, to be honest, I'm not, I'm not looking to change that model uh, because it has worked so far, and it's also a big differentiator for us. Um, and it's, it also uh, goes into the direction of a marketplace with a community. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. You're not actually holding the money or the, the, uh, the, the assets. Um, and that people, it, it's, it, it is an interesting thing. I'm, I'm sensitive of fees and expenses at every level of, of somebody's money. And that's a for lack of a better term, like a buyer beware that if you are investing in crypto, you need to understand or do your best to understand what all the fees and the expenses are on the platform that you're actually, or your wallet rather. Yeah. And I know something on top of that, in terms of user experience, who wants to open another wallet, right? I mean, we already have probably, if you trade, you already have like five, six uh, you know, accounts everywhere. You just want to connect your main wallet to a new platform. You just don't just want to go again to the KYC. So... Not that you need to make an argument or what what would your argument be to somebody who says, yeah, I'm interested in crypto, but I don't know that I want to be actively trading. Maybe I just want to buy and hold. Why would you um, potentially advocate or just say, hey, maybe you should think about using our platform? Okay, so if you just want to buy and hold a specific project because you really studied it and you believe in it, take that, that you know, take a huge chunk of that coins, stake it and just leave it, that's it. So if you have one on asset. But if you already have like start having two or three projects you think are interesting, you know, you can already run our rebalancing strategies that, you know, allows you to take all the upsides when the market is up, but also protects you when there's like some, some crashes. So you can rebalance across them. Uh, I think that's one of the best strategies. Rebalancing works well when you have five or more assets, 
uh, we have a few templates that you can choose from our library. We have more than 200 templates. We explain very well in plain English what they do and how you can use them. Uh, so I think that will that will be a thing. It's like holding hodling, but it's like smart hodling basically. You can hold your your, your four or five projects and be sure that they're growing, but they're not actually uh, going down when the market is bearish. Nice. Well, I, I I know that you don't need to be a coder to be able to use the platform, and I think it's cool that that you have. I think you said two hundred different templates that are available. So for people that it would be maybe a little intimidating to get started, they can go and get started maybe with 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 one of those models that are already there. Yeah, totally. Like uh, our approach was always to uh, to have uh, to be transparent. So you know, there are some some a lot of platforms out there where you can just put the money in a black box. You know, you come back every year, you get your five to ten percent. Uh, you know, there's Money Farm. There is like all the staking product. These are amazing. You know, they're good. Uh, but our product is for people that want to see you know what's in the box and and actually they want to play around. So even when you select that templates on CoinRule, you actually see what are the blocks, what's, what are the ingredients of that specific recipe. And you can, you can change the amounts and you can also add or modify. And that's, that's a way for us to respect the users and to also give access to finance to everyone, you know, and also to make a, a statement saying like, look, finance is not rocket science. Even if you take like, uh, you know, some of the family offices and hedge funds, maybe not their frequency traders because they really do something more complicated. But the more like traditional stuff, what they do, they do swing trading, uh, they do like um, rebalancing, you know, slow accumulation, slow liquidations, right? And, and this is a concept that, you know, everyone can understand if just, they, you know, they, 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 they get like uh, some simple material to read. Um, so our approach is really to, to give the tools, but then to, to, to give the people the power and the understanding that they can choose their own destiny. I love it. Well, Gabriel, the people are ready for your difference making tip. What do you have for them? So in terms of tips uh, on the market, I, I mean, I have one main tip, like uh, read, read about the project and you know, put, your, put your money where your heart is. Uh, so that, no, don't just stop on Bitcoin or on Ethereum because Bitcoin is kind of was the first project, right? It was the, the you know, breaking the ice. But then after that, there are also many ecosystems that are much more interesting. So do your research on the new chains, like you know, there's uh, the Solana ecosystem that's very fast, super fast transaction very low fees and other a lot of new projects on that. There is the Polygon ecosystem, Avalanche, and also the layer two projects. So do your research, find the project you really like and you think you can invest long-term uh, and, and then bet on it, like, you know, be, be, be brave to bet, to bet on it. Um, and I think this is the main tip, like do your own research uh, and escape from the, from the FOMO, from the big pumps. Um, that, that's the main, the main topic, the main tip I can, I can give to users. Well, I think that that is great stuff. That definitely gets, come on, come on. It's fascinating. Um, just, it's fascinating the the speed at which so many smart people are working on new projects and these, they're coming online. And so I think that that's great. It, it's a great thought to, to, to find five that you really like or a handful that you really like and to learn and, and then then to get involved so gabriel thank you so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can they engage with coin rule yeah they can go on the website coinrule.com or they can just uh message me on twitter i'm fresh muse uh, or uh, just like google me i think my email is everywhere on the, on the web <laughs> okay <laughs> excellent i hope you enjoyed this much as i did so gabriel your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas go to coinrule.com and 
educate yourself and get started on the platform. And you can find Gabriel on Twitter as well, or just Google and find his email address that way. Thanks again, Gabriel. Thank you very much, George. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight. We are all in this together.